From the capital of the universe to a podcatcher near you, this is Windsor Live. I'm Christopher, and once again, we have an evening for you all about Windsor, Vermont. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, You may have noticed that it is not, in fact, live. Yep. It's true. It's true. This is pre-recorded, but it's a pre-recorded interview that I was so happy to be able to get. It's a story that I think really needs to be told, and it's not at all what I expected, but I don't want to take too much time for the introduction. Let's get into this amazing interview with Lori Rogers and Jill Lord all about the Neighbors Helping Neighbors program, and Windsor, Vermont's response to the coronavirus. We're joined on Windsor Live by our friends Lori Rogers and Jill Lord, who are here to talk today about the Neighbors Helping Neighbors program and Windsor, Vermont's community response to the coronavirus. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming on. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having us. So I'm really glad you're here because one of the things I've been absolutely in awe, one of the, the, the most wonderful silver linings of the coronavirus crisis was seeing this effort, this initiative come together and and be so effective and be so you know like um it's just been astonishing and and inspiring and so i wondered if we might start kind of at the beginning where did this come from and and how the heck were you guys so so prepared so i'm going to jump in chris we have in windsor a long history of a caring community working together. Um, it's a strong foundation of people that, you know, I, I, you know, if there's a need, I'll help. I'll help. And, um, I, you know, so it just made sense. When we had the, um, saw what was happening all around us, to really turn to our trusted partners. And so it was just a matter of, of making some contacts and outreach of, you know, we turned to there's a resilience committee that was working together. Um, The churches, the school, uh, town government, volunteers in action, uh, the Windsor Improvement Corporation, citizens, and just saying, okay, you know, we know we're stronger together. We know we can do something about this. Let's get together. Let's talk about what we need to do. And so we had one meeting, we talked, out of that came, you know, a series of um, subgroups working um, on communication, on food security, on economic security, on family wellness, mental health, and and child care. And each of those groups took on a life of, of their own. I'll do this. 
I'll do that. I'll do this. And then we brought the whole, then we've been bringing the whole group together again on a regular basis to touch base. Okay, what do we need help with? What's happening? What's going on? So it, it came out of, and so I just, I'm sorry to just keep going on. Um, oh, it no, came please. out this of, well, it's, it was, it's a, I, you know, this Windsor community and the area is an amazing place to work um, and and live and, and amazing people that um, will not sit and woe is me and point fingers, but will be wed- ready to join and help neighbor helping neighbor. And, you know, there's multiple examples that we can talk about, but I should be quiet and, and let Lori um, speak Go, go ahead, Lori, what, from your perspective. Um, yeah, so it, it happened so fast, you know, as we all know, it just, um, we all had to go into that prepared mode where like, this is coming and what are we going to do and how are we going to be ready? And a lot of the people that we were working with already sort of work in the realms that we, um, that we were assigned to. So it was, it was, um, that was super helpful. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a full-time volunteer coordinator in Windsor, um, already because I have volunteers in action, which has been in existence for 20, I think going on 23 years. Um, so, uh, we have this wonderful network of volunteers already, but, um, some of those services had to close because of the, um, pandemic, And I was asked by Jill to start this um, new volunteer group. And I just couldn't believe how it mushroomed. It was just in a matter of days. I couldn't even keep up with them. So many people wanted to help. And it was just um, when all of the scary stuff was happening and um, we kept getting more news reports about New York and everything. And I, I just had this amazing group of people that were just cheering me up every day with all the things that they were doing in the community. So it really kept me afloat the whole time. I just kept saying that, you know, with all this bad news everywhere, I, I just see this good coming out of this unbelievable community. And it just um, it floored me. It still does. And um, I'll never forget it. Um, and I, I'm sort of new to Windsor and I'll tell you, I feel like this is my home and I feel like it's so safe because of, like Jill said, the people that are here really step up for each other and um, it's a pretty special thing. That's awesome. Thought that's awesome. And hey, welcome. I'm glad you're here. You. <laughs> because, Me too. I mean, holy moly, this, this, um, so, so if I'm, if I'm hearing what you're saying, I, there doesn't sound like there was like this, like there, this, this plan wasn't on the shelf. Like you didn't go over to the, to the, you know, vault of ideas and pull this book down and be like, okay, it's, we got neighbors helping neighbors, call all these people. Here's the phone tree to activate. It was like a, a bottom up people volunteered and then you pulled them together. Am I getting that right? Um, Yeah, it was. Go ahead, Jill. Well, you know, it was existing relationships that we mobilized, you know, so, you know, it, it wasn't a plan on the shelf, but it was calling your neighbor, people that we worked with and have worked with, and giving them opportunities to join and give their ideas what's needed, listening to those ideas and saying, okay, let's, okay, you can do this, you do this, I'll follow up with that. Um, so, you know, it, it, uh, came from existing relationships and it just was because we were able to organize ourselves and people were accountable. Wow. And I, what I, they said they were going to do. 
I am amazed. I really am because because to the to the outsider, it looked like the more most orchestrated, elegant, and efficient like plan I I've seen, and it it felt so just completely masterful in its execution i really thought that this was like oh no like i expected the story to be that there was a you know the, the a web of like people standing by like you know i just imagine this kind of like this i don't know something a lot more uh in set in stone before that and that's so heartwarming to hear that not only is there that kind of strength and and desire to help and to serve and here comes the train per usual right about the time we're on we're on the show and uh but that the uh but that the the efficiency in which it could be done really shows a a humility and uh you know a a, a selflessness i don't know there's there's a really wonderful thing to that and i i want to i kind of want to hammer that a bit because i because that is incredible to have been able to pull that off to pull off this huge effort and and speaking of the effort i i wondered if you might talk about some of the some of the things in in specific that the initiative has has taken on uh actions that you do you know um different uh types of of things that you that you do to help people out so I'm going to just go through, if it's um, okay, the different subcommittees that we or work groups that we did and just give examples of what has come out of those. And then if it would be okay, Lori could talk about some of the stories. Yeah, I'm, I'm I think trying to – that's kind of where, where I want to go is to try to, yeah, get uh, – yeah. That, that, so you know, that, I'll give a idea. give an infrastructure, and then and then Lori can bring it home. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one of the first things we knew we needed to do is develop a group that was concentrating on communication. Mm -hmm. um, and so the beautiful thing about this is that people have talents that they contribute, and all those talents meld together to make something happen. So one of the talents is um, Josh. Um, Fontaine, who works with us um, as a Vista, and and I said we got to have a website, Josh, and it's got to be Windsor based. It's not in one agency. It's really got to be um, for the whole community. And he developed this website where um, we could get people to both volunteer and express their needs. So we could organize to um, to you know receive people that. Um, wanted to help and um, people that needed help and match them together. And if you go to the website, you, you'll see it's very simple, elegant, and expresses who Windsor is. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been highly effective. Um, and then we talked to turn to someone who has expertise, Liz Kelsey, on communication. And we, and we said, uh, we got to get information out. We've got to be able to use all our social media, our French porch forums, our town newsletter, electronic distribution systems, paper, pencils, whatever it takes to get the word out. Education, resources, the fact that we're here and you can volunteer and you can and you can express needs. And so Liz has been receiving, we just send a bunch of stuff to Liz all the time. This is what I get, this is what I get, and she's a funnel to get 
information out throughout the town. And then um, Diane um, Folds, street captains. Yeah. That was her idea. Awesome. And so, you know, she, I said, okay, this is awesome. This is going to help Windsor going forward and forever. Why not have people that are in each street say, you know, I'll communicate with my neighbors. I'll reach out to my neighbors. I'll share this information. I'll mobilize. And, and Diane, I just have to give her credit. So she started it. And then somebody helped her with an electronic way we could track it. You know, so everybody contributing. And then the, and uh, you know, then we said, well, we got to have reach out in communication to people who are isolated. We got to have um, phone pals. We got to have buddies that will call each other for people that are isolated and also writing letters to nursing homes and people that can't have visitors anymore. And so Lori will tell you about the magic of how she used people. We just set up the infrastructure so that we reached out to the different agencies, said who needs somebody to call them or write to them. You know, this is available. Let us know and we can do it. So that's kind of the guts of the communication group. Um, then, you know, the the food group, um, we knew this was going to be a time. People couldn't go to the stores. Um, people had lost their jobs. This is a big deal. Um, so we got people that were interested in helping that. We brought the food shelves together. We, we did outreach to make sure that the food shelf had things to, had uh, enough supplies. Um, we um, worked with uh, Meals on Wheels. Um, and uh, what, one of the coolest things is that um, one of the volunteers, Michael um, from Woodstock, Sustainable Woodstock, said, I'll reach out to the farmers and I will find out who will link from the farmers to the food shelves. And we had three farms that linked up specifically with a different food shelf and uh, supplying um, uh, eggs and milk, which is hard, and cheese, which was hard to get for people. You know, these are, he's also working, you know, is leading us, you know, heroes stepped up along the way. And he's leading us in the effort of, um, okay, promoting gardens. Um, and Diane is working with raised beds in the, at the resource center and looking about a community garden. So, and Veggie Van Gogh, um, you know, we publicized that and we moved the location from the hospital to the to the school and you know in April we served 257 families in May 246 you know it, that the food group has been very active in a whole range of things um, economic services the that group um, we got a grant from DH um, and we're working with the Woodstock Rela Relief Fund so that when people called in with needs we could actually help them with resources for rent and uh, mortgages and, and um, all the things that um, people, you know, were struggling with and were very afraid. Um, but the way we set it up, which I, you got to stop me because I keep going, but um, <laughs> no, um, the way we set it up, I'm just so thrilled about because, you know, what we did was we took the community health team and Lori and we set it up through COVID so that we had an intake form. Lori 
Larry did the the talking with people to get the basic information, share it with the community health team. We could reach them, reach out to people, but not only answer that immediate need, but say, okay, are you linked to this? I do you have three squares? Do you do you know about supported housing? Do you, you know, so that we know the resources and we could take a broader view and make sure people were linked in before we just said, okay, here's some money, mm-hmm. you know. Let's make sure that we can really uh, meet the need in a deeper way. Right, right. Um, so that team has been highly effective in, in really reaching out and meeting needs. And then, you know, we've been, for family health, we've been very worried about um, stress and the distress on families. So um, the family wellness program, Courtney McKegg led a group with, um, with, food, with um, phone support. She did a video that went to to Windsor on Air about coping with families and you know with this crisis and you know it, it's it's um um you know how to focus on your your needs of yourself your family reading aloud developing a, a daily routine renewing your spirit exercise all the you know the kind of reminders that we need to put structure around a strange world. Uh, you know, a, a wow. th- times that are just blow your mind. We we never expected to be in them. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we did a mailing um, to all of the pediatric families about the same thing and about cope, uh, uh, family coping and, and infection prevention. And we worked with uh, Kate um, Lamphere from HCRS, and we trained um, a a little over a hundred people on recognizing the signs of suicide, and uh, and being able to um, know if you recognize it, how to talk to a person, and then how to know what the resources are. Um, and then then the last thing, and I'll 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 be quiet. Um, the the um, the phone line. The um, we got together the regional recreation departments and summer camps so that we knew summer activities were critical to our families. Um, and so teach, we got Brina Holmes to teach them about what they had to do to keep their camps safe, follow the guidelines, and then just give them the Yahoo, your heroes, do it because our families need you. Um, and, uh, and so that's the, the things that we've done. Um, which are, you know, that the organization and the things, but Lori can talk to you about the, the personal impacts and those 73 volunteers that just came out. And Lori, you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So um, when this thing started to go down and nobody really knew what we were in for, um, I was totally surprised. I mean, just blown away, like I said, about um, all these people just signing up to help. You know, a lot of people were just, they couldn't go to work. Uh, they were, they had a lot of time on their hands and they just were like, how can I help? Um, we never really found ourselves in the situation that we thought we might with um, so many people quarantined and that sort of thing. And um, you know, not being able to leave home and, mm-hmm. um, thank goodness it never got, uh, to that, you know, to the level that we thought it might, but we were ready. We were totally ready. So it's sort of funny because we, you know, the request that we got, it was like, my volunteers were like, 
sharks. They were so ready to help. <laughs> I would send out one request and I'd be like, I'd have to hold on to my desk because my email would just blow Boom. up. With, so I'll do it. I'll do Amazing. it. I'll do it. And it was so cute. We have one lady up in Brownsville that couldn't get out to get cat food. And um, she's, she's like, well, my cat really likes this one particular food. Next thing you know, she had every kind of food you could think of because I sent out the request and, um, you know, calling all cat lovers. Oh, well, um, Guess what? you know, so many population. people brought her cat food. She just couldn't believe it. She left me this voicemail, which I actually taped and I sent it back to the volunteers because it was so cute. Her, I don't think her cats are going to need food for another two years. And she was so thankful. You know, she's an elderly lady and she can't get out. And we do have a lot of seniors that are still, you know, um, at we have have stay at home orders. So we're still servicing um, seniors that really can't and shouldn't get out, even though we feel like we've done much better in Vermont than we thought we would. Yeah. Um, so little relationships have developed where I've been able to use the same volunteer for the same neighbor. Um, so they start to they can't really interact too much, but they do start to get to know each other, which has been um, a wonderful thing. Uh, we've been able to fully staff um, all the requests that came in. We had some requests from the Vermont Food Bank to, to help with the veggie van go that comes on the second Tuesday of every month. Um, and, and we had to rearrange that because of social distancing that had to be um, that had to take place all uh, as a drive through, which required many more volunteers because we had to people directing traffic and that sort of thing. So um, that worked out great. Um, and that's a lot of fun and we still have that ongoing. Um, we've been able to help the, the food shelf here in Windsor when they have a vacancy, they've had some vacancies because they opened up extended hours, um, to help the people that were out of work. So we've been able to help them with their openings. Um, we helped the Windsor school. Um, they were still delivering, I think it was 750 meals a day or something like that, Jill. Um, but they had all these, um, is, was that what it was? Yeah, it's 750 meals a day at the height, and it's both breakfast and lunch. Yeah, so we had all of our volunteers helping with that, wow. preparing and helping deliver. Um, so that was a huge help. Six, thirty-seven hundred people in town, right? Like, like total this, of all ages? This like, is, that's amazing. But Chris, this is the full um, school district, so it's oh, right, also. Of Sorry, I'm our... I'm still stuck in the old, you know, <laughs> yep. the old lines. Yes, cheers. Um, let's see. We've been able to. Um, we provided some Meals on Wheels drivers. I have a mom that um, got my email about doing. I had an opening on Meals on Wheels. Um, she signed up, and she, you know, her daughters are out of school, um, mm -hmm. so her and her girls do the Meals on Wheels. And they love it and they get to meet, you know, from a distance, they get to meet the recipients and make sure they're all okay. And of course, the Meals on Wheels recipients love that. They love to have the kids come and that's been really um, fun for them. Um, yep, we've been writing letters to the people in uh, the, the local nursing homes because they um, have been, you know, on lockdown and... Yeah. Um, and luckily the weather's getting nicer and I see them out walking around and we can yeah. say hello from a distance, but I'm, I think it's, it's been a long haul for them. And I'm so thankful that we've had these wonderful volunteers that have been writing them letters and um, developing little relationships through the mail. We also have um, uh, compassionate callers. So we've been calling some folks that I know, um, you know, that I have had actually, you know, some, I had relationships with people ongoing because of my previous um 
work here at Volunteers in Action where I sort of know people who, um, you know, older people that live alone that were going to be uh, going through this, you know, on their own. So I, I asked them if they'd like to have a daily check-in or a, every couple of days have somebody call them. And they, the ones that took me up on it have, um, have had uh, also a, a lovely exchange with our volunteers and an ongoing relationship. In fact, my phone rang the other day and one of my, one of our neighbors said, Oh, I, I'm not looking for you, Lori. I'm looking for so-and-so, <laughs> my volunteer. And I was like, great. Nobody okay. needs me anymore. <laughs> it's so sweet. So, um, yeah, it's just been great all along. Um, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a great experience. And I feel like I have 70 new friends, yeah. you know, I, I haven't been able to meet a lot of them in person, sure. but I hope that soon we can all get together I and know. party, you know, I know our hearts are, I, I know. I mean, it's, and Chris, you're one of our volunteers. You signed up. I I did. I did. I mean, you know, the the that which I have been able to <laughs> contribute to either because the the sharks came in first or you know, yeah. doing a doing extra distance with our with our situation, but Yes. Well, it's just uh, been nice to have you in the group. And uh, oh, I always chef. feel like somebody, you know, your time will come eventually. <laughs> yeah, there'll be that moment, right? I'll be there. I'll be, yeah. you know, out there to catch the, the fly ball and I'll be you know, right. happy to do it. It was Chris. It, it was, was Chris. Chris. <laughs> I did sign up as a captain just, you know, because. Oh, I that's know, right. I know everyone around yeah. me. So that's been that's been kind of cool. But um, awesome. Good for you. Oh, well, well, thank you. But um, this is this is an amazing, an amazing apparatus. I mean, of, of just monumentous good and and heart mm. outpouring from the community um the, the most people understand that there is likely to be a second wave of coronavirus mm. at, at least and that also compounding uh problems the you know economic fallout from these extraordinary times is is real and i you know i think we've only really begun to see the effects of that and not really there's no really real end in sight so do you have plans to keep this together long term what does that look like do you do you have uh aspirations things that you you'd like to do um, just sort of thinking about, you know, what your, what your thoughts on, on the future might be. Um, you know, when we started, we thought about that. Um, one of the lessons learned is that, um, and we're looking at this in three phases. Mm -hmm. The first phase is crisis. Mm -hmm. The second phase is recovery. And the third phase is sustainability. So we're watching this very closely and saying, okay, what have we learned through crisis that we need to sustain? What have we learned through recovery that we need to sustain? Um, so that at one level, it's, a, you know, a recognizing in a real intentional way um, the good that has come and that needs to sustain. And one of those examples is the street captains. I, I believe in that. I, I really think that could be sustained and grow and be a resource for the Windsor community long term. Mm -hmm. um, the other is the way we set up the economic relief 
um, being able to funnel and use our existing community resources of uh, community action and economic services combined with the community health team in an organized way. So we're we're really melding the strengths of both systems and 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 serving our community in a in a stronger way. Uh, you know, I I think. As far as the COVID-19 Windsor response team, um, you know, we're just, we're getting together like there's longer times apart of when we're meeting, mm -hmm. um, but we're still meeting and I think we're going to have to, and we're going to, um, we'll do it as long as we are going forward and making a difference and, and, and have more to do. Um, and then we'll know that we've developed this infrastructure that we can reactivate if we need to reactivate. We, right. we can learn from um, the experience that we've been through. I mean, the, that would be my response. Lori, wh what do you think? Oh, oh, can I just say also all those volunteers? I'm hoping that many, many of them will stay with Lori. Um, you know, we <laughs> had, right? We we were looking for a new cadre of friends and neighbors reaching out to neighbors, and this has brought people together. What what would you agree, Lori? Yeah, totally. Um, you know, people are aging out of volunteerism. It's a it's a huge trend. Um, so um, to get all these young volunteers was so awesome. I mean, I just you know it was definitely a silver lining of things that were yeah. unexpected. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I hope that this group stays intact. Um, I, I really try to um, keep us together via email as much as I could. Um, and um, I, I, wanted, I wanted our group, our volunteer group to be more like um, you can be a volunteer and help, but you can also receive help, you know, like equals helping each other, which I think is the best way to see things, not like the strong helping the weak, because with a pandemic, you don't know who's going to get it, you know? Yeah, so it right. was going into it, I was kind of like, well, we could say that these are all the helpers, but they might be the needers. We don't know how this is going to play <laughs> out, you know? Let them self-select, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I did develop some great relationships with people, and I hope that that goes um, forward. I'm praying that we don't, you know, that a second wave is is uh is manageable and that everybody's still safe i've been you know i've been touched personally by covid19 i lost my mm -hmm. cousin last week who had down syndrome who i was really close to mm -hmm. so to me it's not just like this thing that affects other people right. like it's a real thing you know and i just hope that uh everybody stays safe and healthy and that we are able to all go into this together and um stay stay together um jill like on that when jill said i hope this is a ongoing so we know that if we're ever if we ever have this happen again i i think about the upper valley strong group mm -hmm. um they came together with hurricane irene and then they regrouped for the pandemic right jill i think they 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 have a history there with yeah, um right. yep so so this is their second round of kind of coming together in this um way that you know to respond with neighbors helping neighbors so I, I'm glad that we've had this um, chance to all connect and get together, you know, and, and continue on into the future and, and, and have this model of helping each other. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, that's that's not only is it is it so indicative and, and telling of the character and the heart of the community, but it it selfishly gives me some reassurance 
you know, that the, where I live, when uh, stuff goes down, people are going to be there to, to help out. And that is a, that is a, a precious thing for sure. Mm. That's awesome. Um, is there anything else I should ask you or is there anywhere you would like to point people's attention to? I, I think um, going to the website, even if you want to check it out, mm -hmm. um, would be a good thing so that people know that it's there and they can, you know, if you if you think you want to volunteer, it's not too late. Um, we are in this for the long haul. And there are three phases. Um, and so, I, you know, that's what I would say. And if there's any... Um, questions about volunteers in action you know Lori I know would love to hear from people and if there's any like anybody that's listening that that has says man I'd like to be on the economic group or I'd like to help with food or you know I I'd like to help with the mental health issues and and um uh you know so on uh we would always welcome the more the merrier everybody has something con to contribute everybody that's a really has something valuable to... point i think that we should we should kind of hammer on a bit is that a lot of people come i get a lot of these questions uh i'm sure you do too but you know somebody says i want to get involved but i don't know where to start and it, i don't know what to do or where, where to jump in there's so much right and um being that you know you could you could contact you guys one could contact you guys and express an interest or a lane or a track that you might, you know, be able to help with. And you guys can help put somebody with other people who are engaged in that already. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. If they email us through the website, it comes right to Jill. I think we both get it. Um, we have to fight over Jill. And <laughs> right. um, I also, I also wanted to say if, if anybody has time to go on our little website to look at our neighbor spotlight. Um, it profiles some of our neighbors that are volunteering and the things that they've done. And, um, you know, just to check out who lives around you and who these people are and how great, how great this place is where we live and these amazing people that are out doing good. So I would encourage people to look at that with all the bad news around, shut it down and go to our site and look at what our volunteers are doing and who they are. It'll really inspire you. It's amazing. And it's very true. And we will definitely be linking the website uh, in the, in the show notes of this episode, as well as highlighted at the top of, I think every episode of the lunch stream that we've done thus far. And we'll continue to do that as well. And, and just thank you to, to both uh, you two, but to all of the volunteers and all of your tremendous work. We, the, the people of, of Windsor are so grateful, so grateful. And, and uh, it's, really a, it's really wonderful to see a miracle in action. And Chris, thank you for what you're doing to spread the good news. Um, if I ever saw a cheerleader or somebody, you know, that can really highlight the strength within Windsor, that's you. And uh, actually, I was talking to your mother about that the other day. Oh, no, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it is a small town. It's a, it's a mutual admiration society. But anyways, I just have to say I'm glad you're I'm glad you stepped up and you're in part of, of town government and that you're taking this role of 
of emphasizing the strengths in the town because that's what we have to talk about. Ah, shucks. I mean, that's it's it's really easy in a sense because there are so many wonderful people doing wonderful things. I just got to roll in with a microphone and a camera and 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 help people tell a story. Honestly, you know, yeah. that's 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 the that's the work and uh and we can hopefully make it easier for people to 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 find those awesome stories. So, yeah. I might be the beardiest cheerleader that uh <laughs> you've seen in a while but I'll keep doing it for sure <laughs> great <laughs> well thanks friends it's been it's thanks been Chris talk. yeah thanks Chris it's a joy Windsor Live is made with love every week live at 7pm at windsorlive.net you can catch every episode there on the website or on your favorite pod catching application we will see you next 